welcome to Geek This, episode 60. My name is Dave Clements, and we're going to talk about superhero deaths. All right, let's talk about superhero deaths. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Sorry, uh, new technology here, trying to figure it all out, and all that jazz. Alright, so let's talk about superhero deaths. Um, when we... The plan when writers and, and these companies make um, choices to kill off a superhero, they want us to be surprised and shocked and saddened, and usually we all end up saying the same thing. I give it six months, and they're back from the dead. I said that. I've said that before with one of the characters I'm going to talk about today. And even though that that is true, that that, that reaction is true, that we expect characters to come back, superheroes in particular, I'm not talking about you know, Uncle Ben or Gwen Stacy, even though Gwen did come back in a way. Um... Yeah, like, those are not the characters I'm talking about. I'm talking about the superheroes. Um, case in point, you know, the Jason Todd. You know, that, that was a thing where he died. He came back in a different way. Bucky Barnes is the same way he died. Came back in a different way. Um, and now it's become so mundane. You know, you kill off a character um, recently. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, in the Civil War II story arc, they killed off Tony Stark. He's coming back. It's not permanent. Okay? So, I originally had a few different characters that I wanted to talk about. Because I did some research. I found out, oh, these are the top characters, you know, uh, top deaths in comic books that, that mattered the most. And... That's originally where I wanted to go with it, but then I was like, no, I want to share something that is more my personal experience. Um, but before I get into that, I jumped in to Facebook and asked um, the the podcast initiative group. Yeah, you may remember that from many, many episodes ago. They're a group of, of other podcasters that talk about geek things and I asked them what deaths would you consider your favorite from comic books so let's go ahead and run through those real quick all right so first Evan David from strangers and aliens uh, he says Superman's my favorite okay um, I I'm not a big Superman fan and I still have yet for somebody to tell me why Superman is amazing. Go ahead. Let the hate comments start. Um, co-host and unable to make it to this recording, Mr. David Hunt, says, I'm with Evan about Superman. The Death of Superman event happened when I was younger. So for me, that was the first time thinking, oh, snap. They just killed one of the main people. That was before I realized it had happened before such as Jean Grey's death as the Phoenix. Anymore, it seems like there's a death of the month. 
As for returns, you obviously can't talk about it without talking about Bucky Barnes and Jason Todd. Now, originally, that's what I wanted to do was death and resurrections, but uh, I really poured into rereading books and (laughs) things like that for this episode. So that's why we're just talking about deaths. We may talk about resurrections in a future episode. Maybe David and I can do that. Um, Let's move on, though. Uh, Ben Avering, also of Strangers and Aliens, says um, to check out his Strangers and Aliens Easter episode, um, because, as you know, that's a Christian podcast, so they're going to tie in resurrection, you know, death and resurrection. Um, I still haven't given it a listen to, I don't think. It's been a while. Um, But he says, I give a few of my favorites. Spock is kind of tops on that list, though. Uh, David Arrington from the Helix Reviews podcast says, I haven't read a ton of Marvel's Ultimate comics, but the death of the Ultimate Spider-Man was pretty amazing. I also like the death and return of the 616 Spider-Man with the whole Superior Spider-Man thing, and as already mentioned, the Bucky Winter Soldier and Jason Todd Red Hood returns are classics. Totally agree. And finally, this is a, a character, character, a guy, a person I don't recognize from the group. Um, so sorry if I if I'm calling you the wrong name. I'm just taking your name straight off Facebook, man. Uh, Dallas Panda Marshall Mora. Uh, I'm assuming Panda Marshall might be a nickname. That would be a really cool comic book, Panda Marshall. Um, he says Superman is at the top of my list too. Though Tim Drake is interesting, and I totally forgot about Tim Drake. I know. Shame on me. All right, so um, before I dive in to the two stories, I, I, I did too, um, I wanted to kind of preface everything and explain. I had about six different stories that I wanted to share for this episode Um, But like I said earlier, the more I dug into them, I realized that some of them happened before I started reading comic books, Um, more or less, not not necessarily. Um, But I I narrowed those down to these two because these were the two that I remember experiencing. I, I was there when it happened. I got to I got the feels for these for these stories so i hope you don't mind um and as always you can leave comments on the website in the show notes area for this episode at geekthispodcast.com slash 60 and that'll take you right to the show notes for this episode you can read the show notes you can comment um and i will have links to the other podcasts that I mentioned on here, really just strangers and aliens. Um, I got to check out Dallas's podcast also. All right, are you ready? All right, let's let's do this. Let's do a little more uh, intro segment music. So that was like really happy 
for having um moving into talking about superhero deaths let's just make it awkward here let's just make it really awkward all right so my first story um this is actually funny that that this has come around but this story was actually one of the first episodes that david hunt and i did together um unfortunately it will never ever see the light of day because my computer crashed and uh yeah i will never have that that or it, the skype call didn't record i don't remember but un unless something strange happens nobody will ever hear our original thoughts on this story but that would be peter parker dying in amazing spider-man um and this spanned primarily between issues 698 and 700. Um, it was written by Dan Slott and Umberto Ramos did the artwork for this episode, or for this issue. Sorry. Um, so the beginning of this story starts in issue 600, but the, the like I said, the three main issues are 698 through 700, and that contains um, Peter's death in the 616 universe. Um, and in, you know, starting in 600, we find out that Doc Ock has, um, I, I believe cancer and he's terminally ill. He's going to die and he has made it his life's work to once and for all destroy Spider-Man who I believe he's found out is Peter Parker by that time. So uh, we start out in issue uh, 698 with Spider-Man swinging across New York City, having what he calls the best day of his life. And through most of the book, he reminisces and, you know, just about the good times and that kind of stuff. And then there comes a point when Cap... Spider-Woman, Wolverine, and Hawkeye all meet up with Spidey and inform him that Doc Ock is dying. But the twist is this. He's asking specifically for Peter. He's asking for Peter Parker. So Cap and the Avengers take Peter to the raft, which um, I guess is kind of like Rikers Island. It's, a, it's an island for criminals. Um, and when... Peter gets into Doc Ock's cell. Really, I guess that's what it is. He's kind of in this iron lung almost machine. And Doc Ock says, Peter Parker. And Peter's, he's pulling off his mask. And he's like, yeah, I'm Peter Parker. And then Doc says something weird that I didn't catch the first time I read it. I mean, I read the whole thing. But it took me a while to understand what he was saying. And this is what Doc Ock says. He says, no, not anymore, Spider-Man. From now on, I am Peter Parker. I have all of your memories. I know everything you knew. I have your life and everything that comes with it. And you are now Otto Octavius. With that little time you have left, and then it, the, the, the speech bubble breaks, and then Peter starts talking, like continuing what Doc Ock says. He says, trapped in that broken body, brought about by years of your brutal beatings, and like a good magician, I shall never reveal my secrets. You will die 
never knowing how I perform my last and greatest trick. And then Doc Ock flatlines. Wow. Wow. It happens right in front of your eyes. For me, it, it, I didn't get it at first. First, I was like, what? So I had to go back and I had to reread it. And I went back and I reread it. Finally, I'm realizing, because I hadn't read those previous issues where he wanted to switch bodies with Peter. I, I, I guess I had not picked up on that. Well, in the story, Doc Ock flatlines, Peter calls the medics and walks out with the Avengers like nothing ever happened. You know, he, he, I, he says something like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time on it. You know, I'm not going to worry myself about it. If he dies, he dies, whatever. And that's the end of that issue. But the story continues in issue 699, and we discover how Doc Ock swapped brains. And it's, it's very comic booky, you know, um, but essentially he used some technology, these Octobots, um, to hack into Peter's brain. He copied everything and then put the information into his dying body. Um, it's not supposed to make sense in a perfect world, you know, in real world. So, you know, comic books, right? So once Peter in Doc Ock's body figures all of this out, um, and he figures it out through a series of flashbacks. And again, I don't know if that's one of those things that was in, you know, those last hundred or last 99 issues. Um, but then he gets a hold of supervillains to break him free from the raft. And he he calls Hydra-Man, Trapster, and Scorpion throughout this montage, essentially. Um, and that's really the main thing that happens in 699. So you, you're finding out how he did it and... And the, none of this surprises you. This is Doc Ock. I mean, he's he's uh, he's a genius, evil genius. Uh, so of course he's gonna figure out some way to do it. But you never think he's gonna be successful. And here he has snuck under Peter's nose, and he's got him in in his dying body. So Peter's in a panic. He's got to get out. So he calls, you know. Some of Doc Ock's old buddies. The saddest part of this story for me was in issue 700 where Peter essentially gets a glimpse of heaven while flatlining. And he meets Uncle Ben, Gwen, uh, I believe Gwen's uh, dad, Captain Stacy. You know, these these characters who have had a huge impact on Peter's life and have died over the course of the last 700 issues of the amazing Spider-Man. And when he comes to and, and whatnot, he's broken out of the raft by these supervillains. And, you know, it just, it escalates. I mean, it was like watching a movie 
essentially. And Peter, as Doc Ock, you know, he's he's free, and the fight starts between him and Spider-Man. I'm leaving out a lot of details, but this fight starts, and Peter shoves both of them out of a window, and they fall, and essentially knows, I'm going to die, but I'm going to use this last-ditch effort to to bring him down and take my body back. And so, you know, he, he's fighting his hardest, and the bad thing is, is he's in this dying body fighting his own body, his super-powered body, and Doc Ock is not giving in at all. I mean, he is throwing the hard punches, and... You know, he he starts thinking. He's like, man, how did, how could, how can I take care of that? How can I fix this? And so, you know, he uses, he tries using one of the Octobots um, that, I, I think it's probably like the same one kind of, um, to try and do the same mind switch. But Doc Ock is smart. He thought of everything and he's installed a plate in the back of his mask so that that this couldn't happen he outfought peter and and peter's essentially you know i don't there's no way out of this and he can't physically fight anymore and it's so sad you're you're watching him in this disgusting withered shriveled body fighting for his life because it's you know, like, this is insane. And finally, you know, uh, the fight is getting closer to the end. And Peter is dying in Doc Ock's body. And he starts almost transferring or rewriting the history in Doc Ock's mind somehow. Comic books again. And... He starts replacing himself with Doc Ock and showing him the importance of becoming Spider-Man. This being Spider-Man isn't just about the power, but it's about the responsibility that comes with it. And it's never more true in this instance. And Doc Ock is like, I, I don't want this. I, this isn't what I wanted. I wanted the power. And Peter's like, you can't have the power without the responsibility. And he even gives that line. With great power must also come great responsibility. And I think I was almost in tears reading this. Um, because Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters. I've been a Spider-Man fan since I was a little boy. And to see Peter Parker dying at the hands of Doc Ock, like his longtime nemesis, was wow. You know? And... So he explains what it means to be Spider-Man. And he dies. You know, Peter dies in Doc Ock's body. And Otto kind of has this moment of understanding what it means. But then he becomes himself again and says, even though all the power and responsibility thing. I'm still going to be a better Spider-Man than you. You're the amazing Spider-Man. 
I'll be the superior Spider-Man. Again, going back to that intelligence fight again, um, which was such a perfect ending. And I remember reading this, and of course my thought was, there's no way Peter's gone forever, he'll be back. And I read the Superior Spider-Man series, I enjoyed it a lot, and I love how they brought Peter back. Spoilers! <clears throat> Alright, so let's go ahead and jump into the second story, and hopefully it won't be as long. Um, so the second person that I wanted to talk about was Captain America. Um, Captain America's really popular. He's been a big discussion piece lately in the comic book world because of his, you know, his whole ordeal with Hydra and Secret Empire and things like that. So I thought, how fitting. And of course, this was this was actually one of the first deaths. Actually, it might have been the first death I actually read. It wasn't something I heard about and then read it. I read this when it happened. So Captain America, uh, I believe it was Volume 5, Issue 25. It's at the end of the Civil War event. And if you haven't read the original Civil War, um, you need to. Um, uh, It's just, it's an interesting part in comics. I don't know that that's ever happened before. Maybe maybe it has. Um, But it's also an interesting part of Marvel's history um with the superhuman um registration act and and whatnot so long story short um with the the backstory backstory short um there's a lot of complicated story pieces because this is spanned over many 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 issues um but red skulls behind and everything and he's exacting his revenge on Cap in a very sneaky way. And I think that the, the, the reason I like these two the most is you don't see the way that it happens coming. They're, they're surprise attacks, sneak attacks that, you know, I just, I just think that's so cool. So, all right, let's go ahead and run through this real quick. So at the end of Civil War... Steve Rogers um, saw just how much damage he and the heroes were causing in the fight. Um, And it even says that in the comic book. So, okay, so I ripped off sports. Whatever. Um, And he decides to surrender himself to Tony Stark, who at the time was the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, as they walk Cap out through this massive crowd... Um, that has arisen, you know, some that oppose the Superhuman Registration Act, some people are anti-cap, um, asking, you know, are you going to be Captain America anymore? Are you giving up your shield? This and that. Cap, always aware of his surroundings, notices that there's a sniper in a window. And he's like, well, yeah, of course somebody's going to try and and kill somebody here. You know, maybe it's him, maybe not, whatever. But Steve jumps in the way of the shot that was aimed at an officer in front of him. And you think that that should be the shot that takes him down. No, it's not. 
Um, he's going down, and people are panicking. The crowd is just flying everywhere. They're just running. And a gun appears in the crowd and nails Cap in the stomach. Three shots. Boom, boom, boom. And he's dying. So, the whole time, Bucky, Winter Soldier, has been watching from the crowd. He's been in the crowd. And he saw the sniper, too. So, he immediately sets off, goes to find the sniper. And Falcon has been watching this, too. So, so Cap's two main partners, I guess you could say, you know, sidekicks, they both go to find the sniper, unaware of the other person. Well, Bucky shows up first, and he's figuring out what's going on. Well, Falcon shows up, and there's a little bit of a tussle, so to speak. And Bucky says, I didn't do this. You know, I wouldn't do this. Let's team up. Let's find out who did this. They find out that Crossbones was hired by Red Skull to set up the shot from there, and they realize that this isn't the killing shot either. Well, then things kind of turn, and when Agent 13, Sharon Carter, goes to visit Cap's body in the hospital, we find out that her psychiatrist, who is Dr. Faustus, who was employed by Red Skull, was brainwashing her and... Um, uh, she was the one that actually dealt the killing shots and, and killed Cap. And it isn't until, like I said, she's at the hospital and somebody says the trigger words. And I just, my heart break, broke and still breaks for Sharon knowing that she has has killed the man that she loves and you know at this point in time she doesn't realize that it's red skull and that kind of thing and i mean that's how that issue ends is with her crying saying what did i do what did i do what did i do and i don't know it's just i think that's the thing i like about both of these stories is how sneaky things played out for the supervillains they 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 did their villainy the right way and those are the two that stood out to me because i actually got to be there and read them and it was surprising for me you know i wasn't expecting it like obviously i knew cap was dying but to find out how it happened amazing watching Spider-Man and Peter go through this struggle of trying to get his body back. I loved it. Like, it pulled at me like I couldn't stop reading. So those are my two favorite superhero deaths in comic books. Um, you know. So, yeah, I mean, those are the two. And we're, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Um, but... Please let me know what you um, have read personally that really affected you while you were reading it. Um, 
I didn't name off all of the other ones like Jason Todd or Winter Soldier because those were things that didn't I missed out on obviously the Jason Todd one because that happened like when I was super little you know maybe like a year old I think it was like 88 so I totally wasn't aware of comic books um Bucky was a little closer to when I was reading um but still like there's just I missed it I found out later what that story was so what books have you personally read at the time that somebody died and didn't expect it or didn't expect that return or something like that um yeah so that's really all that I have for this episode um and you know thanks so much for listening um it's been a while since I've been behind the microphone and you could probably tell I'm trying to get used to things again Um, but if you want to add anything, you know, I'd like to make this a conversation, not just me babbling into the microphone and you, um, just listening, you know, give me some feedback and you can do that by going to geekthispodcast.com slash 660. Um, and just leave a comment. Um, you can also hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Dave Clements. Um, link will be in the show notes also. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about some comic books and get, let me know what you want to hear me talk about. Um, you know, if you listen to the last fifty nine episodes before this one, um, I I talk about we talk about a range of different things. Um, if you want to stick around, um, you know, it's been a half hour episode. I get it, no problem. But if you want to. You know, stop listening here. I'm going to talk a little bit about the future of the podcast, what's going on, why why things look a little different if you're on social media, and why the website's changing, and, and things like that. Um, but if you're not interested in that, I totally understand, and I totally get if you stop listening after this. So, again, go to geekthispodcast.com slash 60 to leave comments and all that jazz for this podcast episode um also uh if you could give the show a rating um itunes really where, wherever you can rate it give it a, a rating and a review um just let me know what you like and what you don't like about the show all right so that's going to do it officially for this episode um again thank you so much for listening uh I, it's it's good to be back as always all right So, I will talk to you guys later. Have a good one.
Epidemic Sound for supplying the music for the podcast. Um, yeah, the, the beginning of this episode was Anders Bothen. Um, that track is titled Roughness One, and what you're listening to right now and we'll probably continue to listen to at the end of every episode is called Bottles by Aldous Young. Um, so, let's go ahead and just uh, fade this music out here. And um, let me tell you about some format changes. Um, first of all, this is going to be one of the last times that I talk about format changes on the podcast. From now on, I think what I'm going to do is go ahead and just write a blog post get it out there. Um, the reason that I talk so much about formats and, and what I want to do with the podcast is, uh, one, I got to get it off my chest. Um, my wife is tired of hearing about it all the time um, because there's a lot of, this is what I want to do, but I don't always do it. Also, uh, it's a transparency thing for me that I've always wanted for anybody that listens to this podcast. Um but I think I'm going to start doing it in a blog post uh, format so that it doesn't always take up so much time in episodes. Um, that's why I decided to talk about this at the end in kind of a post-credits kind of thing. So, and of course, the air conditioner comes on. Um, anyway, so this will be the last time for a while that uh that I talk about some behind the scenes kind of stuff um so let's just kind of run through this real quick I've, I've got a, lo- a list of things um that I hope I hope you find interesting and it just kind of helps you understand how making this podcast in particular works other podcasters do things differently than I do probably much better than I do um, so anyway, first of all, um, hosting duties, um, this originally, I was, I was basically just going to say it's me, um, sole host and apparent, uh, occasionally guest hosts will show up, um, depending on the topic. And originally, like I said, at the very beginning of this, this episode, David Hunt was going to be a part of this conversation, um, but some things happened and he couldn't do it. And we just agreed, you know what, uh, let's, I'll do this one by myself. You can be on the next one. And I, I really do think that, that David wants to be involved and be part of the creative process with the show. I, I love having him as a co-host. Um, he knows so much more about comic books than I do. And it, <laughs> It's embarrassing because I feel like I know quite a bit, um, but he does. He knows a lot more about certain things in comic books, and then you know he's also into video games and things like that. Whereas I do a lot of the comic books and movie stuff. So um, I'm gonna just go ahead and say right now I'm the primary host. David is my co-host when he can make it, and then we'll bring in. The other guys, you know, Mike and Adam, who you've probably heard here before. If not, go check out the other episodes, please. Um, so that's the way hosting duties are going to go. Um, episodes are typ- typically going to stay within about 30 minutes. And I, 
I've done that so far. I mean, you know, 36 minutes in, you're not, not, not shabby. Um, but they will go on longer if there's a guest and it also depends on, of course, the topic. Um, cause you know how we get, we can just start talking about nothing and then somehow tie it into what we're talking about. Um, uh, oh, the release schedule. Um, episodes are going to be released every other Wednesday. Okay, so this is the schedule I'm sticking to. Um, recording on the weekends, releasing new episodes every other Wednesday. So, you know, um, watch for the consistency and call me out on it. If, you know, if I release this on today, let's say you're listening to it on Wednesday, and two weeks go by, you should have another episode to listen to. And if it doesn't happen, call me out on it. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Get on the, the, the podcast Facebook page and, and say, hey, where's the new episode? Call me out on it, okay? So every other Wednesday, we're going to have a new episode day, um, episode that ties in with new comic book day. Does that make sense? <sighs> Whew. I am out of breath. Um, even though, even though maybe this feels like we're rebooting the podcast, it's not really the case. Um, so I'm not going to renumber anything. I'm not a, a comic book publisher, so we're not rebirthing and nowing and really, really nowing and legacying. We're going to keep our numbering the same. Okay. Un unless, unless everything changes and I just solely become the producer of the show and not the host, we'll keep the numbers the same. So don't get confused. There's still 59 other episodes you can listen to. Um, the last episode I posted, which was 59, which was quite a while ago. I'm so sorry. Uh, it was about YouTube Red, and I talked a lot about formats and stuff, and then I talked about Patreon. Um, no, we're not doing Patreon anymore, and and here's why. And this is important to me, and it's important for you as a listener, too. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I've realized that if the quality of the content on this show and the rate of consistency are too low, I should not be asking for any monetary assistance. It's not worth it to you to spend even a, a dollar per month or per episode or however it works out. You shouldn't spend any money on a podcast just because I'm asking you to. Support the show if it's feasible for you, but I'm not going to ask for it, okay? I mean, the money would work. It, it would be helpful, but that's not the reason I do the podcast. The reason I do the podcast is because I enjoy comics, and I enjoy movies and video games and all this stuff. That's why we talk about it. It's I'm not in this to make money, okay? That's just, that's it, okay? That's, that's 
all it boils down to. It's a respect issue for me. I respect you guys too much to ask you for money when I'm not doing anything in return. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, and of course, I don't think any of you would give money if there wasn't something worth giving money for. If you saw that the production was better or that the content was better, then maybe, you know, but I'm not asking for it anymore. So you won't ever hear us talk about money or sponsors or anything like that. Not, not for a long time. All right. It's about making good stuff now. All right. Uh, finally, this is something that doesn't matter a hill of beans to you guys, but before I was hosting all of our episodes on a shared um, web hosting server, which is not, that's a no-no in the world of podcasting. So we've moved, I've moved everything over to Libsyn. So it shouldn't affect you guys at all. Um, if anything, it'll give you one more place to go and look for the show. All right. So, all right, I've ranted long enough. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I am going to finish my coffee. Um, it's 20 after 1 in the morning. Yes, I'm drinking coffee. I still, listen. I'm sure that bothers some of you guys. Um, yeah, it's past 1 in the morning. And... I have other things I got to do. So thank you guys so much for listening. And um, please uh, hit me up. Let me know what you think of the show. And um, I, I can't wait to get back and start doing more episodes. Eventually we get to the point where things are so planned out. I can give you teasers for the next episode. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.